Welcome back to season 2000. My name is Ndombi. Thank you so much for joining me on the second episode, on the second series of the season 2000 podcast. I'm so excited to have you here. And today's series is titled Cures for Sadness. I almost forgot the name, love. I almost forgot the name. It's titled Cures for Sadness. And to be honest with you, this series was not started as you know, well-thought-out process questions and, you know, philosophical kumbaya friendship dynamic series like I just woke up feeling sad. One day I went to bed the previous day. The next day I woke up and wow, guys, I, I-, I just couldn't. Like, my whole spirit was down. <laughs> I, nothing could basically make me happy. Um eating my favorite breakfast, trying to be early, trying to like, you know, read those motivational quotes and, you know, get yourself pumped up and ready for the day. It just wasn't working. So I'm going to let you in on a little story time. So it was Sunday in 2020. I, I woke up feeling sad. I went to school, went to campus. Some university students don't like to refer to campus as school because, you know, this ain't high school and whatever. But I went to school. Attended all my lectures like a good student that I am. Um, After lectures, my friends and I had a clinic to attend. Yes. So we we were at this voluntary clinic that we attend. And um, lectures ended quite early that day. So we decided just to go to main campus and to go and just chill before we actually went to volunteer at the clinic. We had like an hour to, to, you know, just laze around and just come down from the heaviness of the lectures of that day so we went to our main campus and i was hungry and i was still sad so then we spotted our favorite mini donut stand well not really our favorite something that we've always seen but never actually had tasted so we decided to put our money together and buy i think six or twelve mini donuts together sprinkle them with chocolate sprinkle them with caramel sprinkle them with sprinkles you know the works and after we did that, well, I was the one who did that because, wow, well, guys, I'm an artist. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I am the one who sprinkled and, and syruped the donuts, though, the mini donuts. So after I did that, I decided to take a picture of these delicious mini donuts because, guys, they just looked so amazing. For a picture of them, do head on over to my blog, Season 2000. It will be linked in the description box of this episode. But I decided to take a picture of those mini donuts and post them on my status with the caption, Cures for Sadness. Because yes, I was still feeling just, you know, down. It wasn't like something had happened, guys. It was just like, you just wake up and there's this heaviness over you. You're just sad, like for no reason. I think I'm not the only one who experiences this. I hope I'm not dead. Then I'm weird if that happens. But let's move on with the story. So 20 minutes later, my friends and I had finished our mini donuts. You know, they were settling in our stomach and we were just, mm, you know, fully satisfied, you know. Honestly, at that point, food did the trick. I wasn't feeling that sad anymore. So then we got approached by this gentleman. That's a very um, prestigious word for the things that he did to us. But okay, let's continue with the story. We were approached by this gentleman on campus and he's like, I'm working for this charity. Um, he said its name, but funnily enough, I don't remember what it is. But you'll know, you'll know why just now. So he said the name of the charity and he said that if you can answer five general knowledge questions um, correctly, the charity would give you 200 
wow guys i just came to a realization why would a charity give you 200 rands just for answering five general knowledge questions when they need the money themselves <laughs> wow guys we're so dumb but anyway so he said that the charity would be offering us 200 rands if we were able to answer five general knowledge questions correctly um no three out of five general knowledge questions correctly but if we couldn't answer three out of five general knowledge questions correctly then we had to give the charity 20 rands as a donation from our pockets so my friends and i are like okay i mean it's just 20 rands like between oh amongst the three of us so it's fine i mean what harm can it do and we're smart pharmacy assistant students b farm post blah 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 you know so we gathered up some coins, a 10 rand note, and we're like, here's the 20 rands on the table. Ask us the questions. We are ready. 10 minutes later, and we answered three out of the five questions incorrectly. So there goes our 20 rands. You know, he thanked us for answering the questions. And um, yeah, and he's like, no, here's the thank you for the 20 rands. If you'd like to find out more about this charity that I think had actually changed the name, um, if you'd like to find out more about this charity, please head on over to those stands that were literally about maybe a few steps away from us. Okay, maybe not a few, but maybe like 100 to 50 steps away from us. And he said to us, you can just come and find out more about it if you'd like. We said, okay, cool. Now we're bummed. You know, the work the donuts did to dismantle our sadness were my sadness that I hadn't been talking about because, wow, how do you just say you're just sad for no reason? Like, what the... But anyway, moving on. Then I was not interested, actually, in going and finding out what the charity was about, honestly. But one of my friends is like, no, guys, you know what? We must head over to that stand and just find out exactly what this charity is about. Because neither well, neither one of us could remember the name of the charity, funnily enough. So we headed over to that stand and, you know, we're looking. There were two stands there. So we headed over to the first one. The first one was completely empty. The second one, it had, I don't know, something. I don't even know what it was anymore. But to mine. Our and your surprise, guys, this charity did not exist. And yes, three students got scammed right on campus grounds, right? You know, you think you'd get robbed outside of campus, ne? but you never think you'd get scammed, robbed, and stolen, and your money, get your money stolen on campus. That's what happened to us, guys. That's You know what? I just started feeling even more sad after that because I'm like, 20 rand's gone to someone so actually before we even figured it out that we had gotten scammed because we didn't figure it out ourselves there were a group of ladies who were sitting on the benches nearby and we're like guys did you see a man here charity stand and they're like guys you know you just got scammed right <laughs> and guys i was just I, I was devastated guys but you know what? We tried to pick ourselves up and said, okay, you know what? Let's just go and get some lollipops, you know, from the Matrix or whatever, the place that we buy food at. And we went over to the Matrix. And just before we were about to enter, we met a familiar face, actually, somebody who's setting our degree, but he is in a higher year. And we told him our story, you know, all three of us were speaking at the same time. And I'm sure he couldn't even hear what we were saying, but all he heard was scammed and he cracked in laughter. They're just laughing at us. But it was deserved because we were kind of dumb, guys. Who, What charity would give 200 rands away when they needed more? <sighs> wow, okay. But anyway, he has a good heart. So he decided to buy us some ice cream, cookies and cream. 
And from then on, I took a picture, we went, well, went outside the matrix, went onto the lawns. I took a picture of that ice cream and posted it once again in my status with the caption, Cures for Sadness. And so this kind of continued for a while, I kept on posting pictures saying Cures for Sadness, Cures for Sadness. I remember there was some ice cream, there was some uh, Lindor chocolate, you know, I hope I say that correctly, Lindor. Master chocolatier. But anyway, there's some Lindor chocolate. But people started to get a little bit concerned. Well, by people, I don't mean like 5,000 people. I mean like three people on my contact list started to get concerned. They were like, oh my gosh, why do you keep on posting about sadness? And I'm like, no guys, you know what? I'm fine. Because there was nothing they could do to get me out of the sadness that I was in, the situation that I was in. It was really pointless, useless for them to be worrying about me when even I couldn't do anything about it. But... Telling those people privately did not help because more people kept on asking. I mean, I decided to post a status that said, um, guys, I'm not really sad. I'm just doing a series called Cures for Sadness. Feel free to share with me any of your cures for sadness so that we can help each other, you know, in this journey of sadness and whatnot and whatnot. And that is how the series started. So then... After that, I decided to ask a few questions on WhatsApp and, you know, to the people who responded with their cures of sadness. I just started to become more intrigued and I started to ask them more questions. Then I compiled the, their responses, put them on my blog, and we're going to discuss that blog version now, but in a podcast form. I know that was a very long, long, long story. I hope you enjoyed it, though. And please do not get scammed on your own campus grounds. <laughs> but let's get into the series Cures for Sadness. Hey, guys. My name is Rotendo. You're listening to Cures for Sadness on Season 2000. Keep safe and keep listening. Okay, so I know that now a few of you may be wondering why exactly did I decide to explore this topic? Because honestly, I was just feeling sad and trying to display my sadness in sort of like an abstract way so why would i decide to ask questions and now put it on my blog and then do a whole podcast about it well it's because some of the answers that i got were very interesting and i thought that you know taking all those answers and combining them and putting them into a blog and putting them into a podcast would sort of kind of help other people and let them know that we all have those days that we wake up and we feel sad for no reason and that is okay and we will get over it, we'll get through it and it is completely normal. So just to start this off, I've been experiencing sadness for my whole life just like anyone else and before social media became big, I always thought that the like the amount of times that I got sad was kind of excessive it was like too much one thing that I always used to question in my childhood was always the amount of times that I would be sad for was it real or did I just want my parents to pay a little bit more attention to me and an interesting fact about me is that well not very interesting but an interesting fact about me is that when I was younger I used to enjoy eating everything sweet and chocolatey at school I would always 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 have an open packet of sour jelly beans in my pocket and I always used to pop one in my mouth all the time whether it is at assembly whether it is in class whether it is during break time whatever time it is I always used to pop it in my mouth but I enjoyed eating these sweets to kind of like knock me out of my sadness by putting me into like this like nice sleep, you know, you know, you get sugar high and then like you just crash and then you sleep when you wake up, everything feels better. Now, 
a disclaimer, this is not me saying that every time that I ate sweets when I was younger, I was eating them because I was sad. Please, no, that is not what I'm saying. But when I was sad, I used to eat more sweets than normal uh, to kind of like ease the sadness out of me a little bit. And at the tender age of 12, I got my very first Mixed Twitter and Facebook accounts. I think that was illegal. Yeah. That should, that should be legal. I think Mixed, Facebook, and Twitter have about an age restriction of 13, I think. Yeah, I think that was illegal. But anyway, I got them anyway. And that's when I started to learn that other people also feel sad, and some more than others. At that time, I was convinced that all the statuses, you know, on Mixit and Twitter and Facebook were, when somebody said that they were sad, I was convinced that those statuses and those declarations, you know, switching off your profile picture, saying you're sad, do not disturb, I'm going through things, all those things. I thought that they were real, you know. I was convinced. I'm like, oh my gosh, guys, we need to pull out a pity party and help somebody. But it wasn't until one day when I was sitting with my friend at school, it was like late afternoon, half past three-ish, and she was holding her cell phone. We're having a good chat, a good laugh. And then she posted on her phone that she was sad. So I got like a glimpse of that status being posted. And in my head, I asked myself, but why is this girl saying that she's sad when we're having such a good laugh and a good chat? And I didn't have the courage, honestly, to ask her why she was sad. Because, guys, it was just... Like, we're having a good chat and then you're posting that you're sad on the status. What is that supposed to mean? But, you know, a few minutes later, I did, like, gather up the courage to ask her exactly what was going on. I'm like, girl, why are you sad? Like, we are, we are having a good chat, so why are you sad? And then she turned around and said, oh, no, I'm not really sad. I just want boys to respond to this. They are more likely to respond to your messages and ask to meet up if they see this attention-seeking behavior. That's what it's called, my friend. But to mine and your surprise, a few minutes later, boys had popped up on her mixer chat, asking her to meet up in about 30 minutes when she would be at home. Guys and girls, it actually works. So I just have four questions that I'm going to try and ask and answer. Well, these four questions I did ask to the people who answered. Um, these four questions I did Post to the people who responded to my status of asking what are your cures for sadness and I kind of compiled their responses like I said earlier and this is what they had to say and I will also be adding a bit of my two cents in this as well. So the first question I asked was where does sadness come from? I would like to say that there are two different types of sadness that can attack us. The first being situational sadness and the second being voidy sadness. Now, please do not Google the word voidy. I highly doubt that it exists. Um, in fact, I, I, I Googled it. It does not exist. But I'll explain exactly what it is. So first, situational sadness has a time limit. It is caused by something that is out of our control and it demands to be felt for a while. And then sometimes we decide to carry it on for longer than it needs to, honestly. But please note that your a while of feeling the situational sadness should be determined by you and by you only. Some people, they'll take 10 days to recover from failing a test. Some will take only two hours. Some will take three hours. That should honestly be defined by you. I don't think that prescribing time to be sad is ever fair on anyone. And this can honestly make it harder for people who are desperately trying to 
measure up to societal standards. So your a while of being sad should only be defined by you. Then the second sadness that we have is voidy sadness. And I just hate this one because it demands to be felt. It really demands to be felt for as long as it wants to. That is, it's not your choice, honey boo boo. It's not your choice. It is my choice and I'm going to stay until I am done with you. You can literally go to sleep feeling fairly okay. And then in the morning, the depths of the depths of the depths of the depths of your soul just say no. If you try to eat your favorite breakfast, wear a cute outfit, be prepared for a tutorial, be prepared for class, be early, whatever it is you try to do and nothing literally helps. Which brings me to my next question. What is our response when it comes to sadness? Food. That was the one response I kept on getting. And subscribe, send me a voice note if you disagree. Cheese, chocolate, sweets, pizza, ice cream, KFC wings, dunked wings that is, um, chicken licking wings, all the stuff we're not allowed to have in season one of lockdown. We all use that to cure our sadness. I read somewhere that the high fat content in ice cream really does a good job of like kind of like melting away this like sadness that we have. You know, that's why when you eat a tub of ice cream, you're like, yeah, now I finally feel better. But it's just like fat settling into your into your belly. A moment in the lips, a lifetime on the hips. I also got a lot of responses of prayer and YouTube videos. And personally and shamefully, I must admit that I don't pray first. And I know I should. And I feel guilty when it is the fifth or seventh thing I think of doing. But I find that when I do get to it, it really like uplifts my spirit. I'm Christian. I believe in God. I believe in Jesus Christ. Some of you may not believe in that, but that's okay. But that is what I believe in. And when I do pray, it actually helps. YouTube videos were also a thing. And I think that these are more realistic, especially when dealing with voidy sadness, because this sadness does not necessarily announce itself. It's like... I'm here, you know, type of thing. Um, so in your confused state of mind, you watch something you like just to kind of try and distract yourself and distract your mind from whatever it is you're feeling at that moment, but you can't exactly decipher. Reading was also another option. And I think that reading offers an escape into a reality that is not yours to fix. And unfortunately, depending on what you're reading, and what you're looking for in your readings, you might leave your book only to be hit by 100% sadness with no solution or 100% sadness with a thousand percent solutions or at least some motivation to get out of your bed and become something for the day. I think that the material that you choose to read will determine which of the two options you end up coming out of your reality. I mean, coming back to your reality with. Another thing was also talking. And honestly, talking is quite hard to implement as a first resort. I think that the vicious cycles of mistrust that society has created have shut our mouths permanently. Just like I said in Friendship Dynamic series, we don't trust each other anymore. But like one of the responses said, I quote, as cliche as it sounds, venting actually helps. And I find that we use each other more when we vent, that is. We use each other more as like soundboards. You know, I just want to lay my words and I want to lay my sadness, my feelings on you. Um, but I don't necessarily want you to give me advice. So we use each other more as soundboards than advice generators. But I find that actually talking helps. It really does. 
I won't lie. And this leads me to my next question. Do our responses aim to cure the sadness or merely just mask it? Most of them, I think, really just mask the sadness, especially that first response of food. Because after your taste buds have been thoroughly tickled and your stomach acid begins to do its thing, you're 100% guaranteed that the sadness will definitely come back in its 70% full force. Even if it's not at that same time, it'll come back at some point and hit you again. Same goes for YouTube. I'd like to make an analogy here. And this is probably going to expose how much of a nerd I am. But I don't think that we can ever really cure voidy sadness, though. Because here's my analogy. I'd like to compare voidy sadness to a mouth ulcer. Those things that you just get at the roof of your mouth, like you scratch yourself once and then boom, it comes for like a week. Um, This thing comes spontaneously. We don't, we don't plan it, you know. And while it's there, we try not to eat anything that will irritate it. And when it decides, it heals spontaneously. We're not the ones who must do the work. We must just put our faith in the regenerating capacity of our epithelial cells and try support them as best as we can. And that's my, analog- my analogy. Mouth ulcers and voidy sadness come when they want to. You know, we must just ride their wave. And when they decide they when they decide to go, they go. The answer to my final question and my closing thoughts will be from one of the responses I received. And honestly, I could not contain my excitement. When I saw this response, I think this response is genius. And I could not paraphrase it either. My last question was, do you think that it's necessary for us to be sad? This young lady said, I quote, Sadness leads to humility and also lets us appreciate happiness if or when it arrives. Sadness also leads to more thinking and reflection, whether it's about life or your choices or the people around you. It increases your sense of awareness, but more than that, it is in those moments of unexplainable sadness that we feel that the universe or a higher power is listening to us, that our sadness and melancholy is a message to do something. During these periods, some people even think that their sadness makes them special or mysterious and they use it to write or make music and art. For what it's worth, it often leads to creativity, but also makes us kinder. I think during that time period, we are also more aware of how we can harm or help the people around us. I could not have said this any better. Drops mic, shuts it down. (laughs) I'm kidding, guys. I'm kidding. Yes, I'm shutting it down, but I'm not shutting it down like that. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Season 2000. My name is Ndombi. I am honored to have you as a listener on this podcast. Thank you so much to Retender for sending in your voice notes. If you would like to be a part of this podcast, send through your voice note. Why not? Using the link in the description box of this episode. Thank you so much once again for listening. Until next time, stay safe, stay blessed, and stay educated. Goodbye.